So everybody who's curious about the origin of this podcast, Beyond the Gate, and where did it come from? Uh, first of all, the the I say too much the, but it's okay. It's, it's okay. It's the, the podcast. The point of the podcast is so we can have a conversation, right? It's not a scripted podcast. It's like a real conversation for real people. And we named it Beyond the Gate because uh, most of us here and most of the people that come into the podcast are going to be Christian based. Some of them are not, but uh, we, you know, we're friends with a lot of people. But because we're Christian based, the Bible records uh, that city gates were used in various ways. I'm going to read it for you guys. So at the city gates, people would uh, finalize business deals. They will arrange marriages and settle disputes in the presence of witnesses in the gates of these cities. So the reason that we're bringing this up is because nowadays, you know, our mind is almost like a gate. And a lot of psychologists, people, they talk about it and they say, hey, you know, the mind is the gate of the soul and mm. all that stuff. So mm. I think that as we have this conversation, we can be talking and, you know, negotiating in our minds about where we're walking to where we're going to the you know finding the truth a lot of people love to talk about the truth mm. or their truth their truth my truth my truth yeah all types yeah. of different truths so uh we're going down a road of the truth mm. because there is the truth and that's the point of beyond the gate is for us to negotiate in our minds and understand you know what's real uh, everybody here knows that um those bible verses that everybody loves that says you know uh, find the you know the truth and the truth shall set you free right mm -hmm. what people don't understand is that when jesus spoke that he spoke to jews that were believing in him he didn't say that to everybody so it's mm -hmm. funny how nowadays everybody is trying to just all oh, know the truth and it shall set you free and everybody has the truth but in reality when jesus turned around and looked at jews that were believers in him he said you shall know the truth hmm. and it shall set you free mm -hmm. so that's why we are here and beyond the gate to talk about some truth and there is an objective truth right absolutely <clears throat> people like to you know there's only there's subjective truth no there is objective and we'll be discussing it yeah well i mean absolutely because if there wasn't an objective truth then you know what's the street signs and the street hmm. lights and you know what's yeah. that for what's the financial rules for you know the difference between objective and subjective yes like you were talking about um somebody like saying somebody's ugly right mm -hmm. uh and people all the time and you guys know me because i've said this before how many times you know how you could tell somebody there's an objective truth or not a subjective well remember if you go to the bank mm -hmm. and you'd be like yo um i need five hundred thousand dollars yeah mm. and then the bank teller tells you oh uh psh, your your account's at negative that's only three. <laughs> oh that's your truth but not mine yeah give me my five hundred thousand dollars what's gonna happen that's getting you nowhere you ain't getting nothing <laughs> you you ain't get nothing. or yeah. you're gonna get arrested yeah because you're crazy i have a definition here for objective <laughs> go ahead it says not influenced by personal feelings or opinions in considering and representing facts mm -hmm. wow hmm. and that's the issue that we're together here talking about because what we're talking about now is the topic that everybody's been asking about or asking us that we've been talking to our friends and talking in the streets about well, now we're having a conversation here formally but informally because we're just having a conversation yeah. is about the uh, you know Hollywood and God is the way I call it meaning that why does Hollywood portray God even scripture in like a different light mm -hmm. you know like it, they put it in there to like satisfy certain people or certain beliefs, you know, like, oh, we talked about God or we, just, we, we, we threw Jesus in there, but they don't throw him always in the best light. They throw him in mm -hmm. like the, the weirdest light ever. Um, and now as we continue to talk, I want to share with you guys uh, a quote that George Orwell said. He said, in a time of deceit, telling the truth is a revolutionary act. Hmm. And yeah, it's interesting, that's right? That's, that's crazy. Tough. Yeah, that's, tough. That, that's crazy. I like that quote because it's true. Like when everybody's looking for their own truth and everybody's looking for their own happiness, uh, when you say the truth, it's yeah. difficult for people to accept it. Um, I want to share a little bit with you guys about my experience. I know I'm not that old, but <laughs> I'm old. <laughs> uh, but, you know, I grew up on movies like The Matrix. Mm-hmm. And the reason I'm bringing that up is because, you know, we're big movie buffs here. But uh, most of you guys 
probably remember a lot of the clips of the matrix and who the main characters were and the agents and stuff like that and you know that the main character in the matrix he was um he was like a, a computer hacker or a programmer yeah and you know in the beginning of and he had two lives technically yeah he had two lives so in the daytime he was like a software programmer or something like that and then at night he was like a hacker mm, or something yeah. like that so uh, his name with you know his two lies that he has one of his names was like what thomas anderson something yeah, like yeah thomas anderson mr anderson and mr and mr anderson <laughs> <laughs> and then when at night he was neo and i love this movie and because i was christian based i would always compare you know oh my god that's like jesus the savior but then the more you start growing up and you start noticing what's going on hmm. uh -huh. uh, you start saying how come they did that so i want to share something with you guys that i found out so um the meaning of anderson uh in greek mean it's andreas which means man right mm -hmm. and then his alias or his second life which is also interesting because god you know came and as jesus christ he came to live one life and he lived his life perfect showed us how to live and showed us how to do things whatever and he always he didn't have two lives he had two faces yeah. he had one single one and then um this guy has uh, his name is neo right mm which means newer gift, which means new, new man. Gift. Okay. Which is interesting. Hmm. New man, because you guys know hmm. that in scripture, uh, again, this is how I got involved into this. I know this rabbit mm -hmm. hole goes deeper and you guys found more stuff than that, but I'm just letting you know how the movie that I loved a lot because I thought it was Awaken Me uh, started to show me these interesting things. So in the movie as well, you guys remember the famous clip, you know, morpheus with the with the pills the red pill, blue pill. Pill. yeah, yeah. Mm. you know i leave you in in this dream world mm -hmm. or i show you the knowledge and show you how deep the rabbit hole goes yeah, and like the know, forbidden fruit yeah it, kind of it, exactly mm. it brings you back to like genesis like hey you know the serpent was the one that was like hey you, you know you guys are stuck here um let me give you the knowledge mm -hmm. so you guys could be as god knowing good and 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 evil mm -hmm. And it's interesting because uh, we talk about, about like Gnosticism and Gnostic and you know th that in Greek I believe is called Gnosis which is to know mm. and there's you know back in the early times they had a lot of um, how can I say that they had a lot of Christ different Christian roots or denominations coming up yeah and this was one of them that they were believing that uh, the enemy Satan the snake like saved us because we were trapped yeah, i've heard of that yeah yeah so th it's crazy really yeah. yeah so when you watch these movies you start to notice like uh, oh my god what's happening you know what i'm saying if you if you have any deeper knowledge of scripture and you spend it like real stuff you know i know a lot of people argue and say that you know we're hypocrites or that we don't do this we don't mm -hmm. do that and everybody just fights each other everybody's yeah. divided that's what everybody does but if you listen to anything that the scripture says it says that this was going to happen Right, mm -hmm. that there's gonna be like the devil brings confusion. He's trying right. to gaslight us. Yeah, mm -hmm. that's the word. See, you guys that's, have that's that new word, word man. People gaslight. love that word. You gaslight. guys <laughs> gaslighting, gaslight really, because they trying to make us make us think that God is the enemy. Yeah, you know? they're twisting. Kept, they're twisting the he truth. He kept the knowledge from us. Mm -hmm. that, that's crazy. You know what I'm saying? He kept it from us. Yeah, and you know, and for a good reason. And everybody's in intrigued by that. Yeah, like why they keep that from him? Yeah, like I, I want to know. He didn't want him to be like us. Or he didn't want us to be like him. Yeah, but I want to be like God. I wanna, I wanna know the good and evil. Yeah. So they get you. All right, well, there you go. Now I you know. I want to read the definition of gaslighting. Okay. Gaslighting? I feel like that term's thrown around a lot recently in this uh, age. Okay. So gaslighting is a form of psychological manipulation mm -hmm. in which the abuser attempts to sow self-doubt and confusion in their victim's mind. Mm -hmm. Typically, gaslighters are seeking to gain power and control over the other person by distorting reality and forcing them to question their own judgment and intuition it's mm. crazy that is tough it's exactly what they're trying to do <laughs> it's exactly they're taking the your reality and distorting it they're twisting it yeah absolutely especially well we'll get into that it's like it's like an agenda like yeah. they're they have an agenda they don't want to tell you what it is but they're gonna try to manipulate your life around you so they can drive you to that agenda mm -hmm. uh, again the matrix when I started learning these little things, that's what started opening my eyes to it. Uh, you guys know also that uh, the ship is called Nebuchadnezzar, mm -hmm. yeah. which, which is like a king of Babylon in the Bible. Mm -hmm. um, 
when they talk about Zion, the Bible, the scriptures talk about Zion also, but their Zion is, is different. It's like, it's like the last human city, but it's in, yeah. you know, in, in under the, under the ground in the middle of the earth where it's still warm. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it, and it, I'm not saying that heaven is like, uh, you know, the North pole and it's frozen, but yeah. you know, in the, in the scriptures, when we're growing up, the hot place is not <clears throat> a cool yeah. place. Mm -mm. So it's it's interesting and you know, romanticizing it. Kind yeah, of. absolutely. Making it real, real nice and cozy, right? Uh, the last human city we're gonna. <laughs> <laughs> so it, it's interesting. It's interesting to me how when I and it, this is not the only movie. It's a lot of movies that have these symbolism. Yeah, uh, I remember when we started talking even about music. That it's interesting how they're supposed to be talking like when you listen to regular music right the music that's on the billboards that everybody puts on the radio that you see in the stores mm -hmm. is interesting how that music is supposed to talk about everything except religion but then when they do talk about religion they talk or they talk about christ because they don't talk about every religion that's another topic mm. for another day yeah. <laughs> they when they talk about christ christian the bible is in a bad light yep like uh uh we spoke about once about how um yeah jay-z right He's, mm -hmm. he's called Jehovah. Mm. Hove. Yeah, interesting, right? <laughs> How he picks his name Jehovah. And then he says, uh, your life starts when church ends. Takes a little jab. Mm. Mm. Just harmless, though, right? People just say it's just harmless. Oh, lyrics are, cr are crazy. He's the, the best ever. But <laughs> takes these little jabs. And again, these are little icebergs on that we're talking about. But mm -hmm. it, it's interesting how it just goes by the wayside. Nobody cares about it. Nobody sees it. Uh, and they keep just they just keep moving around. Um, the reason also that this podcast exists is because I believe we were all called to be watchmen. Mm. You know what I mean? Like if you look at Isaiah uh, sixty two six, it says that oh on your walls, O Jerusalem, I have I have appointed watchmen all day and all night that they will never keep silent. You will remind the Lord to take no rest for yourselves. So as we walk around, a lot of people have this question. Well, if we're Christians, right, should we watch this stuff? Mm. Is this stuff even good? I'm going to be honest with you. As I watch this stuff growing up and as I continue to see it, I don't think this stuff edifies at all. Mm. Because if it attacks us, who, you know, who we are, our core beliefs and attacks, you know, God, I think it doesn't edify. Now, is it in our best interest to be uninformed? Mm -hmm. that's the question yeah that's the question because if you're a watchman right and i put you on a tower to see if the enemy is coming coming i want to see how the enemy is coming mm. right where he's where is he coming how many people is he coming with what story he's, is he bringing what story he's what story he's not bringing so this is why it's difficult when people uh everywhere like in the church try to disconnect mm. and <clears throat> make a like how can i say like a barrier right because I understand, you know, God says that we're in the world, but we're not of this world. Mm -hmm. But we're still here. Still in it. You can't yeah. Yeah. take yourself out. And then Jesus says, beware, right? Beware. beware gives you the connotation that you have to be watching. Yeah. You mm -hmm. have to be seeing. So it's difficult to not know this stuff. And because then you don't know where the enemy is coming from. Yeah, I don't think. Yeah, people like to put themselves in a bubble you can say of ignorance yeah they just you know and sometimes that's even worse for them because they um sometimes you put yourself in a bubble you keep yourself in that bubble for so long you don't even you don't you forget it exists so when you see it mm -hmm. you're completely shocked you don't even know how to react you don't even know how to defend yourself your faith or anything because you've been put inside this bubble you created because you wanted to pretty much protect yourself from what the bible says to be wary of Mm -hmm. not to completely avoid you you always have to be ready you always have to you know yeah absolutely yeah. And, and if we're there to shed light on darkness right shed mm -hmm. light on what's wrong mm -hmm. we need to know what's wrong what's being twisted you know I, I don't know how we can change the the story i mean obviously just through you know through jesus you know through his salvation but and us believing in him but if adam would have shed light on what was happening like hey you're not supposed to be talking to a serpent, mm -hmm. let alone eating that forbidden fruit, whatever that fruit was. A lot of people say it's an apple, but it doesn't say that in the scripture. Mm -hmm. yeah. So if he would have shed light on that, maybe it would have been different. 
but it seemed like he was like oh i, I don't know okay that's different you know mm-hmm. everything is created was good mm-hmm. so maybe i should be listening to that hmm. to this you know what i mean yeah it's interesting how how we want to acquire knowledge especially nowadays we have so much information so but, much but we're drowning in it and we don't know what's right nowadays mm-hmm. that's why people cancel yeah <laughs> now i was gonna say because there's so much information there's a lot of I, I like to call it like informed people but the information really isn't doing much for them yeah. because they just have information and then if you have so much information and you're not applying it you're really you're not doing anything for yourself um, yeah you obviously need to differentiate uh good information and bad information and you can't let yourself be overwhelmed by the information and then just not apply it because you're just someone who just knows something but you really know nothing at the same time yeah absolutely absolutely that's crazy that's, <laughs> that's really crazy, crazy right people do that people yeah. be doing that people could you could ask someone anything but then like okay but like someone could give you advice about anything but then you look at their life and it's like are you really applying what you're telling me though yeah. you just you're just a vessel of information but you're not applying anything and that could be very dangerous they just told you that because they heard it from someone else yep i told them that it sounds good that's tough it sounds good to say man that's crazy <laughs> that's tough that is super crazy this is why the you know the scripture is different when it says don't only be hearers of the word but doers mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. because i think the doing part is what becomes difficult yeah uh, it's funny to me how uh just reflecting even on myself i'm not talking about anybody just when i was you know a little younger now you know, I'm, it's not that I'm holier, but I can understand now and appreciate like a good speaker and anybody who speaks about scripture or, or anything like that. A lot of people, they go to these theaters, right? Where mm-hmm. it's nice and dark. And sometimes the movies is not even that good, mm-hmm. but people sit through them and they watch it. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe they'll disconnect in a few minutes and then, uh, oh, how was the movie? It was all right. Mm-hmm. It was, a, you know, but if, if it was a church with a speaker, a preacher, a pastor, oh i want to get out of here like in the first five minutes mm. i can't i can't stand it these are these are fairy tales which i keep hearing people say all the time oh well the the you know the scriptures is like a book full of fairy tales and myths <laughs> and it's interesting if that's true then it's scarily it's very very frightening because it's very accurate, very accurate yeah. of how our you know climate is now and you can also see where that person's heart is when they say that because for example that same person will go to a movie theater like you said and watch a movie that can be considered a fairy tale that's all fake so you're preferencing which fairy tale to really listen to or entertain because you know one fairy tale is really hitting you harder than the other yeah so that uh, you can see where someone's more someone's heart is someone's mind at when they say that yeah it's it's interesting because we're we uh, we love stories mm-hmm. like when we meet each other you tell me a story yo when you got to see what happened to me when i went over here oh when this happened to me you know etc etc we love stories like Mm -hmm. humans are you know we love stories we love to hear them we love to to tell them Mm -hmm. so it's not beyond us it's just we're selective of what stories we want to hear yeah so the scripture because it says it has the truth it's actually you know not how can i say it it's not attractive Mm but if you know we do like a we sit on an avatar movie or whatever <laughs> that you can get into an avatar and go into 3d oh that's amazing i would say that it's not attractive and it's not like i guess like digestible it's because it's widely known as fake like a movie mm-hmm. but when we say something like the bible is real then it's like whoa why are you saying that <laughs> yeah it clashes like, with people yeah you think it's harder to like accept all i know is that I see that in the movies and you guys can correct me if I'm wrong and whoever's listening uh, could, you know, write, join the chat or whatever that we're going to create so we can have a communication or a community full of this, of this stuff of people having conversations. But what I've learned is that a lot of these movies, they don't make things, they don't put things in the movies for not putting it like, or or they put it on purpose is what I'm trying Mm. to say. They don't Mm. just throw them there because, oh, you know what, Uh, this happened to be here. Let's just pop it in yeah like i don't think so they got budgets for this they got wardrobe stuff for this and and, you know not to stray away because you know we're talking about hollywood and god and how it portrays it we're going to start uh letting you guys bring up some of the stuff you guys see in in the marvel movies the reason i'm bringing this up is because as regular people that we are maybe 
you know we be you know we something just stumbles across and we just oh let's just let this happen let's just let this mm -hmm. go you know uh i had these sneakers i just threw them on that's all i had you know whatever but in a movie set pay money they pay money they set these yeah. things up and they build it on purpose to tell you a, a story in a certain way mm -hmm. they even shoot the angle the lighting so the reason i'm bringing this up is because i want people to understand that what we're about to talk about is not that we're going crazy or yeah. we're being overly religious or we're making stuff up or we're seeing things that are not there like these people are putting this stuff movie in. making is meticulous yeah absolutely like, they plan they have storyboards they about this camera here and then action no, no they gotta well that's how we live our life so we think that's what directors do there are people sitting on cameras like they're just <laughs> sitting on top of a thing that's moving the camera and then you know like this is like thoroughly every, every angle yeah, every like, word everything is scripts there's writers off. people like you sit down you watch the credits of a movie you're gonna be there for a while there's there a lot yeah. of people behind a movie it's not just i find it crazy how people just think that you know the movie is just Oh, they just put that in there just because, like, you know. It's like, like, like it's a, like a, like a school play. It's like they're no. winging it. Like, nah. They're, winging they're just winging it. it. Like, the script goes real. through phases. They, like, they got 3,000 people winging it. Yeah. <laughs> that's crazy. <laughs> they're doing a pretty good job. They're winging it. Wow, oh, that's crazy. Uh, that sounds amazing. But, yeah, but about, like, the whole Marvel thing. It's picking up a lot. Marvel is pretty much runs the box office now. Cinema has a lot of following and marvel since the beginning a lot of people argue which marvel film was the first in the mcu some people say the incredible hulk but um iron man one is really where i think it really started i think it was blade or blade the mcu yeah, mm, you can. Uh, i think i think it was hulk because it was hulk because the hulk end credits has tony in it oh does it yeah it has okay. tony meeting with um this dude oh and nick fury bald guy yeah like oh, i think i do remember that <laughs> okay so yeah, like the, the bar beginning. remember bald. yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah okay but they switched the actor for hulk that's yeah, the problem that's, that's the problem that's yeah. why people don't really count it but uh yeah there's a lot of stuff that's biblical and all mcu movies you can have a whole list here uh, i'm gonna start off with iron man one though um, Oof. <laughs> iron man one paints tony stark as a savior kind of character um they make him say certain things jesus said like uh in the clip in the movie when he's walking through i think like a hotel or some type of the caesar i think yeah he walks around caesar. and says render unto caesar what is caesar's you know it's yeah. a oddly specific line but you know some <laughs> oh people boy. you can give him benefit of the doubt but then tony stark calls his missile the jericho mm -hmm. another okay you can give people benefit of the doubt maybe it's just two right and then um obviously tony when he gets you know hurt i think from the shrapnel from the explosion he gets his life uh saving surgery done and the man who saves his life is talking to him. He's like, I've seen many wounds like that in my village. We call them the walking dead. It's like another nod. Because, you know, Jesus can be considered the walking dead. Yeah, rose came back to dead. life, mm -hmm. right? Pointing to Tony as the savior. And if you look um, at uh, his suit, you know, he has these two circles in his hands. It could be considered scars. The he light. shoots light out of them. Yeah. You know, I, a lot of people that's you know coincidence you know a lot of coincidences yeah. man it's just it adds up a lot the antagonist is called obadiah um, oh, oh obadiah yeah. yeah obadiah is hebrew for slave of god or servant of god mm. or mm. also worshiper of yahweh but to see this is where it sounds that's like bad guy yeah it sounds that's like bad guy. gnosticism you see yeah. how they put mm -hmm. a lot of people are not going to go and read and find out these names and what they mean yeah but then these names mean something that have to do with god and then they're the bad guy they're the villain the one that you want to kill the one that you want to take away the one that you want to push out coincidentally yeah it's interesting it's interesting how that how that's done that way very interesting but uh yeah it's just iron man one There's oh a lot, boy man going to iron man two iron man three thor thor is really crazy um especially just the whole concept of thor right um getting casted out of getting uh, casted out they use that they use that exact word too um odin calls him unworthy and takes his power from him mm -hmm. and then yells i cast you out which is really the parallel of when god cast out lucifer yeah really um yep. and when he falls from heaven down to earth just like thor in the movie <laughs> it was like a bolt of lightning which is also uh god mentioned of, in the yeah. bible is the god of thunder he is out of thunder luke 10 18 revelation 12 10 it it shows those verses show how he came down got casted down like a bolt of lightning as well which is very interesting 
and Thor, uh, even Thor Ragnarok, um, Hela, her crown of thorns. Oh yeah, the little weird yeah. makeshift crown that yeah. she morphs into and morphs out of. Very interesting. Um, in the throne room too, in Asgard, there's a symbol on the ground, like the Trinity, the Trinity symbol on there. Yeah, yeah, it's, I've seen that. And like like you said, people, they're just not putting these symbols just because like everything's planned out meticulously. Like this isn't just you know for fun. You know they're paying what? What's the budget for an MCU film? Hundred million. I'm just yeah, not probably more honestly. Two hundred million. It's just you know. And people that, are doing things for on purpose. Yeah, and that's what and that's what I mean. That they're not there just making stuff up. And oh, that that might look cool. And I understand that. I'm not saying that actors and actresses don't uh, like make their own scripts sometimes or fill in things that don't go. Because I know uh, Robert Downey Jr., the one who does, I know he does a lot of like improvisations yeah. and stuff like that that they leave in. Nobody's yeah. talking about that, but that's very minimal. Mm-hmm. That doesn't happen a lot. What I'm trying to say is that all this stuff that you guys are talking about, they're placed in here, and we have to ask the question, why? Why are they placed here? Mm-hmm. I remember even in the music when uh, Malice uh, started talking about Jesus, mm-hmm. that he started getting canceled or pushed off. Of, you can't say that in a track. And I don't know if you guys remember he in his testimony, he was talking about, he was saying, um, wait a minute, I could talk about drugs and women and stealing cars and blowing stuff up, but mm-hmm. if I say Jesus, that's a no-no? <laughs> that's where they draw the line. Yeah, so why? <laughs> corny. <laughs> oh, you corny. You but why that. is that but why is that such a threat? Hmm. Why? Why is that such a threat? Because if it's a fairy tale and it's phony, it's like Santa Claus or the Easter bunny or or a, you know, the the tooth fairy. Hmm. Why are you scared? Why are you trying to push <laughs> it away? That's a tough question. I don't know if they can answer that. I mean, they probably can answer that. No, they'll, they'll make something up, but it doesn't make sense. Hmm. It goes back to like what we were talking about, like subjective and objective truth. Like why? That. Something fake being pushed as real. Mm-hmm. They don't like mm-hmm. it, man. Yeah. They, they, yeah. Or is it really fake? That's why. Mm-hmm. I, that's the real. Mm-hmm. That's the more real question. Mm-hmm. Is it really a fake? Mm-hmm. I just I just looked up <clears throat> the average for a Marvel movie. The budget is one hundred ninety million, that's and the oh most a coincidence. You know, it's funny. Wow. <laughs> it's funny that the the movie with the most like nods to like God and Jesus. Is Age of Ultron, and that's the one with the most, the, the highest budget. Wow, really? Three hundred and thirty million. Yo, Age of Ultron has crazy nods. I have, I have so much on that. <laughs> what do you have on it? Ultron. What well, doesn't he have? To start, <laughs> Ultron was created as a global peacekeeping initiative, right? Yeah, created gone wrong by, by Tony Stark. <laughs> yeah, that's another craziness. He mm-hmm. was created. Okay, go ahead. Keep the peace, you know. And uh, Ultron, obviously, you know being brought into the world he was seeing how the humans around him were horrible people mm. and in order to to achieve peace he turned on his creator mm. which was tony stark and he decided the best way to achieve peace was to extem- exterminate the very people around him that were looking for it he's found that really the the problem was humans mm-hmm. and he says uh i'm on a mission peace in our time which uh that also uh, correlates to a verse and the Bible, Psalm eighty-five, eight. I probably could read that. Yeah, look it up you. because that's that's interesting to very interesting to that's interesting to, to hear and to listen, listen to because again, in the in the time and the climate that we're in, mm-hmm. uh, all this to me, a movie is like it's like a sermon, it's mm-hmm. like a preaching, and people say, oh, no, now you're you're taking it over, you know, you're over exaggerating, you know, it's not that serious. But think about it. How many people seen Fast and the Furious and then they try to go and, and, and race cars mm. and hook up their cars Absolutely. And, and put Nas in their car, hmm. right? How many little kids, when they see Batman or Superman with the cape and the strings and stuff like that, don't try to like jump off Lewis the- Lewis looked up immediately. <laughs> he was trying to do that. Well, I mean, I, when I was younger, I did that too. Like hey, I saw man. Superman and yeah. I, put on a, uh, I put on a towel. Of course. And I started- Everybody sh- wants to off. be Superman. Yeah, everywhere. Yeah. I, you know, I started flying everywhere, which it's, again, I don't want to get out of the- marvel because that's mm-hmm. interesting but that's that movie even though it's dc is interesting also oh, of course because yeah. his name is kalel mm. and el is like elohim is like god means god mm-hmm. the same thing with stranger things mm-hmm. right 11 is called l mm. mm-hmm. so it's she's, interesting she's also painted as their savior yeah sense. and she's painted as yeah. the savior and this and that so but yeah back to the verse psalm 85 a says i will listen to what god the lord says 
He promises peace to his people, his faithful servants, but let them not turn to folly. Mm. So Ultron then, you know, there's like that scene where Ultron is uh, talking to the Avengers and they're like, he's like, how can you be worthy? You're all killers. You know, he's noticing like, you know, they're trying to paint him as the God. They're trying to give him God attributes of him. You know, yeah. Trying to bring peace to the world or not. And ultimately, ultimately Ultron's seeing like, in reality, when you look at it, that sin is infectious in the world and he, he needs to destroy the world, right? That's his, you know, that's his plan. You know, obviously they're trying to, you know, give him that God attribute of how God's going to pass judgment on the world. Mm-hmm. And, um, he says in the movie, only one path to peace, the extinction of the, of the Avengers. And he also give they also give him a very, very, <laughs> very, um, I remember Thor saying accurate, not accurate. What's the word I'm looking for? I remember Thor in one of the movies saying, we're the Revengers. Revengers? <laughs> hey, man, I don't know what they'd be doing. <laughs> but they give him a line. They say, upon this rock, I will build my church. Oh, yeah. That was just mm. straight up plagiarism. Like, they just yeah, took that, that right. Matthew 16, 18. Matthew yeah. 16, 18. They just took that right out the Bible, which is crazy. And again, like you said, this, this is the movie with the most the highest budget into it. The highest budget from Marvel. And that's what I'm saying. You I see, believe. You, you think the, that was ad-libbed and they that just threw that in there? Or that, that was part of the script? That was nah, scripted man. for that's sure. Just, and then um, he also says, uh, when they're in the in the city, the battle, he said, uh, "Did you know that this church is in the exact center of the city? The elders decreed so everyone can be equally close to God." Yeah, I like that geometry of belief. You know, like his voice, his yeah. deep voice. That's yeah. crazy. Hey, <laughs> the movie is crazy, but I, I like his voice, man. I like Ultron's voice. No, they did yeah. a good job. They did a good job. He, he, I think that's one of the best villains they had. But speaking <laughs> cinematically, of course, but. Um, yeah, then Wanda then asks him in the, in I think they are still in the church. Yeah. Uh, he's like, uh, she asks, is, is that why you come to end the Avengers? And then Ultron replies, I'm just doing this voice, like, oh, I've come to save the world, which is crazy. <laughs> that's just crazy because, like, that's really the, the, the very idea of Jesus, you know? Yeah, like, they're absolutely. really giving the villain these attributes of Jesus and God, and it's just, it's but, really crazy. But you know what's funny? That... People are going to say, oh, this podcast is crazy, is retarded, or what are these guys talking about? They're trying to add, like, too much of the, they're adding too much of the, let's say, uh, of the scripture where it doesn't need to be. But it's funny to me, like you said, like, they're adding these attributes, and then people, then you you wonder why in these times people don't hate the church, Mm. they don't believe in Jesus, they don't believe in scripture, they don't want to believe. And it's because subliminally they're, being taught this stuff and they're they're you know they're absorbing it they don't know that they're absorbing it mm-hmm. you know what i mean they don't know that where is this coming from I, I i know i get parents all the time you know how come my kids are doing this like mm. i don't teach them this stuff yeah well you know how much are your kids with you mm. you know the majority of the time they're in school and then when they're yeah. not they, they don't know their kids yeah no no parent really knows their kids. no absolutely no, not because when you're not around yeah, and you guys are going to be They're parents soon. You know, a whole different person. Yeah, you know, it's social media teaching them. It's the movies yeah. teaching them. And, and it's interesting. Sure. I'm talking from firsthand experience because I know that when I was young and I would watch these romantic stories and stuff like that and how the guy swoops in and takes the girl. That's what you wanted to do. Like, oh, what I'm going to do yeah. when I see this, you know, <laughs> this lady or this female. I'm going to try to use these lines. I'm going to try to use this. And it's because I saw it in a movie, not because it came naturally for, to me. Yeah. which is interesting very interesting and then uh to keep on ultron i still got some stuff on vision vision's not safe but i'm gonna keep going with ultron right now um <laughs> vision's not safe <laughs> towards the end of the film ultron is talking about how like he's he was going to destroy the world because you know that's that's his only way he sees of achieving peace um he realizes he realizes he's losing the fight obviously to the avengers because you know the rebellion the yeah. rebellion always has to win in the marvel movies you know of but um he t- uh, he looks up and he says the world would have looked to the sky and seen hope seen mercy instead they will look up in horror because of you just really crazy when you mm. think about it because it could be like a a nod to um how in the last days people could see jesus coming and you know mm-hmm. a lot of people are gonna be looking in horror and it is because of you because of marvel you can say they're twisting these biblical stories and they're twisting their own narrative on it and subliminally even if people like us we catch up on it we catch them on but some people they're not catching on it 
and it's entering their subconscious and subconsciously they're just they're rebelling against god and they don't even really know it which is really crazy yeah it's a crazy part of it and when for the funny part is that when you disconnect somebody when you disconnect somebody from the movies or from the theaters or from their home tv you catch them in the streets by themselves and then you confront them with like hey are you a good person Everybody says they're a good person. Yeah. <laughs> but then if you ask somebody, hey, uh, do you have you ever told a lie? Yeah. Oh, yeah, all the time. Have yeah, you ever? Does that. Yeah. Have you ever uh, looked at a man or a woman with lust? Oh, yeah. Like, have you ever? And you start noticing that you, you, in reality, you're not really a good mm, person. You're a horrible person. You know? So how? And now you're rebelling because you don't even know. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And the scripture talks about how you're, you know, we have a rebellious nature that we need to put aside, that we need to surrender to him. And people are like, nah, nah, nah. Even that nah, 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 I'm not coming to church is like a rebellious nature, mm-hmm. you know? And it's funny how they're subconsciously doing it, but they think they're good people at the same time. Yep. That's, yeah, that's sure. tough. Um, I want to get into the Marvel's obsession with saying, I am. They love they love saying yeah. I, they love writing that in their scripts. I don't know what it's it is. It's a good line. I don't, I don't, hey, I don't blame them. It's, it's a, a good very line, good right? line. Hey, I man. like that line, man. You of know? course, I am. That's hard. <laughs> that is a hard line. I can That's see hard. why they put it in. Hey, Ben, can't blame them. It, it is. You know what? You're right. You know I what? Can't blame them. It, no, it's it's good. It's, it's good. A crazy line. Madison <laughs> yeah. almost says, "I am." I know, and and, and it's crazy. Yeah, they stole it from the Bible. That's the problem. It's tough. That if the Bible was phony and made of a whole bunch of fairy tales. They, we could have put anything for God's name mm-hmm. when Moses was asking, yo, I'm, I, I got to save your people. Mm. What should I tell them who sent me? Yeah. And he just says, I am. <laughs> I am hard. that I am. That is hard. That's, that's crazy. That's crazy. That's crazy. Because in other words, I don't got to tell you a name. I, I just am. Mm. I'm, I'm God. I am. That's, that's it. Tough. That's tough. Yeah, man. Staying on, staying on Age of Ultron when uh, Vision meets the Avengers because they, uh, they have to they create vision right to, to combat yeah. Ultron basically mm-hmm. um, they they meet him for the first time and he says you think I'm a child of Ultron I like how they use that word child mm-hmm. Ultron and Ultron is that god figure right mm-hmm. Captain America asks him you're not and then vision replies with I am not Ultron I am not Jarvis I am mm-hmm. I am He's like that. At first, I am. He's thinking of what he is, and then conveniently, he decides to answer with "I am." He's just this, which yeah. is just crazy, which is really Interesting. crazy. And then just a, another "I am." And this is probably a little more known. <laughs> That's funny. With uh, Thanos and Infinity War. Oh boy, Thanos. Mm. Uh, I think it was towards the beginning. Actually, he uh, I think he's talking to Loki and Thor, and he's uh, he's saying dread dread it, run run from it. Destiny arrives all the same, mm. mm-hmm. and now it's here. Or should I say, I, I am? Which is cr- the, the lines hit. Line. The lines That's hit. They do line. hit. But they it's crazy. It's they good. they want to take the line. That's they love the line, line. but they but they don't want to give credit to who they got it from. Hey, it's a good line. It's <laughs> a very ama- good That's line. Amazing. That's a good one liner. <laughs> I am. That's they a love that. That's an undefeated one liner. It really is. It's good. You know what? But that yeah, the I am. You can find it in John eight five eight. Uh, Exodus three fourteen, just to give you guys like verses, you know, to um, reference to, and um, we'll put in the show notes. Yeah, we'll put in the little, you know, little notes. Uh, but Doctor Strange and also Infinity War. We jumped from Age of Ultron to Infinity War, switching villains here. We're talking know, about all types of movies. I'm down with it. I don't yeah, know. yeah, <laughs> the, it's funny. The Marvel movies still have that god villain, you know. That's that crazy. They, only have, they only have god villains. Really, yeah, which is really crazy. Because like Thanos is kind of is basically like a god. Yeah, and, and the, even um Loki is the god of mischief. They like that gods, man. They like replacement gods, man. Something they like, like beating up God, basically. <laughs> <laughs> they love rebelling against the God figure. No, don't do that. You know, don't bring balance to the universe. You know, we're we're the best. Oh uh, yeah, of course. Not Loki uh, though. Loki's kind of Loki's just good. you know he just be doing. Right. He's a real bad he guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he is a real bad guy, and but he's not hiding either. Which is <laughs> even funny. in a uh, Captain Marvel, which it wasn't really that. Personally, I didn't really enjoy it as the other movies. Not good. Um, the antagonist and that one's called what the the supreme intelligence yeah. you know like they love giving the villains the god attributes which is just you know at some point there has to be a certain you know a reoccurring theme that someone has to pick up you know what i'm saying like not mm-hmm. everything's a coincidence i feel like people just love they give people too much credit just or not or not give people credit i don't know what you would prefer to say the supreme intelligence well, you said that was captain that's marvel, captain right? marvel yeah there's a movie in marvel i don't remember i don't know if it's one of the avengers it's when um 
it's the Star Lord. Is the Star Lord? Oh, Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, when he goes oh. up to like this place and right like everybody's like all gold. The high priestess. The high yeah, priestess. You see that? How everything's in order. Yeah. And everything. Her kingdom. Everything's in order. Everything's clean. And then these guys come. Up. Yeah, they come and mess it up. They're like rebellious people and but that's the cool thing that's mm -hmm. you know her her order and everything she has there is bad it's bad yeah she also says uh to them i think it says i see it within you fear jealousy betrayal it is our duty to cleanse the universe of this weakness oh boy and while we're in the guardians of the galaxy another i am they i'm telling you man they love that that one-liner <laughs> um i think uh they're all in the all the guardians are in the plane and they're going through like a wormhole i don't know what was going on but uh, Drax says, uh, in order to make it through that, you'd have to be the greatest pilot in the universe. And then Star-Lord Star and Rocket, they're both like, you know, piloting the plane or whatever, or the ship. And then they both say, lucky for us, I am. Like, yo, they love yeah. that line, bro. It's oh really crazy. God. It's just, it's reoccurring in a lot of films. Too good. But um, 10 out of 10 line. <laughs> <laughs> Back to the to Thanos, man. Thanos is probably the most, their iconic villain. Uh, Doctor Strange is asking him in Infinity War. It's like uh, when they're like in that little area where Doctor Strange realizes that, you know, there's only one way to win. Or oh, when they're them. on Titan. Yeah, yeah, when they're on Titan. He's like, um, he asks him, after like, you know, he wipes the planet, Doctor Strange asks him, and then what? And then Thanos says, I finally rest mm. and watch the sun rise on a grateful universe. The hardest choices require the strongest wills. I was whoever's writing this script they really you know they really hitting it but you can obviously see the the subliminals man you can you can always see the god attributes and the god of the bible obviously when we say god attributes they're taking it from the bible of how um you know god finally rested after all the work he's done yeah. making the world good mm -hmm. balancing it and uh watching the sunrise on a grateful universe you know god obviously wants us to be grateful for what he's done which is, you know, and obviously in the movies, you know, the, the Avengers, they're never grateful for what God is trying to do. You know, they always hey, think man. they know better, which is crazy. It's, bro, it's like the more you guys talk about this stuff and the more I'm listening, the more things that come in my brain. Like, I'm like, why is that even there? <laughs> like, why if it is that there? If this is not a church and this is not a religion, right? Mm -hmm. Why is it there then? Why are you bringing religion? You know, everybody cries out, hey, keep religion out of it. Keep it, you know, religion mm -hmm. brings division, but then every movie has a connotation of, you know, we're the humans that have these superpowers that we came across somehow. Yeah. And we got to fight a mm -hmm. stronger being. Mm -hmm. You know, I don't know if people are sensitive to that and notice that, that that's technically what's happening. Yeah. Building you as an enemy. And somehow in our own strength and whatever power we acquire, because most of these superheroes um, acquired this power somehow. I know mm -hmm. Thor is a god, like yeah. from, what is it? Asgard. Asgard or whatever. So that's different. That connotates the yeah. Satan and stuff like that, the devil getting yeah. cast out. But majority of these, like uh, Stark, Stark yeah. Captain America, these are humans that were somehow through science. Yeah. Through their, through their own understanding, through their own. Yeah, through their own money, through their yeah. own strength, through their own knowledge, mm -hmm. they were able to become strong. Strong yeah. enough to fight gods. It's really crazy. Yeah, it is. But to leave Thanos alone for a little bit, I'm going to say one more thing. <laughs> leave Thanos alone. Uh, this is directly from the Russo brothers. You know, the Russo brothers are the directors of these mm -hmm. films that we so love. Um, they said it themselves. This is a direct quote. Anybody could go look this up. They said, uh, Thanos is a sociopath with a messiah complex so uh, yeah. like we were not into before everything they do is planned mm -hmm. nothing's a coincidence they're not just oh it's you know whatever we give them the god attributes the jesus attributes just for just because you know they're planning this out and they're they're executing this on purpose and you know people just need to start noticing you know not everything's a coincidence mm -hmm. yeah did you guys uh were you able were you talk did you talk a little bit about dr strange Doctor Strange. I didn't talk. You could talk about Doctor Strange a little bit. No, I mean the the because what comes to mind is when you're talking about all this other stuff. I remember that um, Doctor Strange calls his layer like the Sanctum Centorum. Yeah, the Holy of Holies. The Holies of Holies. Hmm. Yeah, and he this is the spot where he's like has all this magic stuff and all this Black evil magic. Yeah, but that's the Holies of Holies. Hmm. Yeah, how are you gonna twist <laughs> something that's supposed to be holy and you doing hey, black bro. magic? Oh no. 
black magic involving the supposed invocation of evil spirits for evil purposes like it's just you, there's no way around it like what you're <laughs> yeah. doing is evil and you have evil intent behind it just crazy yeah. yeah that's that's crazy which is against uh goes directly against the bible too you can find that in deuteronomy 18 yeah, absolutely chapter 18 verses 10 through 12 yeah said abomination just, divination sorcery all that stuff all that witchcraft and but you <laughs> shout out g craig man yeah. <laughs> but it's funny because uh that's what's in yeah. you know harry potter uh yeah. whatever else that has witches and wands and magical yeah. spells what was that and fantastic Scarlet beast fantastic, the fantastic beast uh, was that the prequel to harry potter stuff oh yeah that's like a prequel that's about yeah, to come out all yeah. that stuff is you know yeah even like well, we can get into that, but just to mention it, just like the new age stuff with the astrology, the oh. stones, oh, whatever, yeah. all yeah. that, you know, that's all, all part of the same I'm category. I'm sunrise, <laughs> something like that, I don't know. <laughs> Yo, this guy's crazy. Know, the new age, the new What's age. What's it called? Uh, Mercury is uh, something? I don't, even, I don't even know what you're talking about what? right now. <laughs> they be saying that Mercury is something, I forgot. They need to read the Bible. Oh, Mercury is uh, in retrograde. Something like that. What does that even mean? I don't, I don't know even know what that. That's, I don't, that's, I don't, I don't, don't even know. think they know what that Mercury means. Mercury is what? Say that again. Mercury Mercury is in retrograde. What is that? They're speaking I think that's in code. What, I think that's when um when Mercury has done a full lap or whatever right. it's done. This is straight from Google. I don't know. Maybe I'm, you know, I'm just ignorant. Mercury must be in retrograde. Has yeah. become a kind of ca catch-all phrase for explaining why something has gone wrong yeah it's basically murphy's law of astrology uh-huh everything can go wrong everything that can go wrong will, will go, go wrong, wrong. Okay. during this planetary movement which that's murphy's law. another movie okay. man interstellar about move murphy's oh. law it's another crazy movie but let's stay on topic here yeah. that, that's a movie yeah that's a movie that's preaching a, about hmm. something else too oh but you were talking about the stones um yeah those infinity stones yeah they have, they're literally all like god attribute stones yeah like time space reality mind uh, mind soul soul I'm like all right man literally man it's just you know <laughs> it's and then they give it to the god figure you know? every aspect of life <laughs> given to one guy yep and then everybody's trying to get it and yeah. do their own snap mm -hmm. but you see how tony stark builds his own what is it? As a gauntlet, gauntlet or yeah. yeah. Build his own one to grab it and take it from him, so then he could do his own snap. Yeah, mm -hmm. oh. that's crazy. Seems like control is what yeah. people want the most. Yeah, they're hungry. They're hungry for control, for power, and they and they hate that they don't have it. Yep, yeah. and they hate when someone else has it because it's not them. Yeah, and, and even if what they're doing is right with that power. They don't like it because it's not them. But you were saying something about how, you know, a scripture that talking about how they were going to fear. And I think that's already been, I think that's already happening because mm -hmm. they fear that they have no control. Like, think about it. I know we've been talking about movies, but mm -hmm. uh, everything, the climate that's around us, nobody can control an asteroid or something coming to this earth. Yeah. You know, it's over. we got to try to build all this other stuff so we could try to stop it. Mm. So we could try to deflect it. Yeah. But we don't got control that's what we're always watching and then you know they're always watching up there so they can see what's coming along and what's yeah don't mm -hmm. look up man don't look up bro <laughs> don't there look you go. up that's another what movie are you doing looking up man that's another <laughs> movie it's funny though don't look that up when scripture calls you to look yeah. up to look up it says when you're weak where does your strength come from mm. look up right your strength comes from the you know from up and they're telling you directly just yo don't look whatever up, this book is telling you don't do it don't do it because yeah. again i guess you can you know thinking how the government wants you to feel like they got control of everything mm -hmm. they want you to know that they want you even to like um even to get into like climate change right they're yeah. they're trying to put the blame on us humans and they're trying to say you know the co2 whatever you know how it's in our control and we could fix it but they're giving these people like a false sense of control or hope over the situation because they know they have no control. And if they know, if the general public knows that the government really don't know what's going on, but they like to act like they do so everyone can stay calm. Yeah. If, ooh. Ooh, if they know that like, this is just <laughs> written really? in the word and this is going to happen no matter if you turn off your car in the parking lot, if you don't warm it up, bro, it's over, you know, but they don't, they, <laughs> they can't happen. tell people that they'll lose their mind. Yeah. They panic. They lose it. They lose it. They'll, they'll definitely panic but now uh, as you guys keep talking about um then you know romans 12 
two comes always into mind. Mm. Something that everybody talks about, but it says, do not conform any longer to the pattern of this world, mm. but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you will be able to test and approve that God's will is his good, pleasing, and perfect will. Mm. That's tough. The renewing of your mind. It seems like, uh, you know, you're, we're being bombarded. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's like a battle for our mind. And this mm -hmm. is why, you know, again, we're, we're here be and beyond the gate because this is where we have to have the battle. This is where we have to have the conversations. This is where we have to have the negotiations. What are we going to, you know, swallow up and accept? Or are we going to start asking questions? And people are saying, oh, you know, majority of the people are, uh, that are Christians, they were forced to be Christians. Mm -hmm. This is why we're, we're, this is like a new generation that, of like, Christians that we chose to be Christians. We've done research. We've we we're thinkers. We're not here just accepting what the you know the scripture says because somebody told us. We're actually yeah. reading it and mm -hmm. we're understanding that God has shown us a way. We're and skeptical. Yeah, exactly. And, mm -hmm. and right now we were, we started being skeptical at the scripture, like majority of the people. But then as we read it, we started to notice that wait a minute, I got to be skeptical about the world mm -hmm. and what they're teaching. Because look, yeah. look how you guys talking about the movies now. You know what I'm saying? Look at all these little things that they say, oh, it's whack, but it's whack when they when it's convenient for them. Because when the scripture says it's whack, mm. you know, or sorry, when the scripture says I am, that's whack. Mm, that's but when whack. but when Tony Stark says it or or Ultron in my Marvel movie, that that's 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 dope right that's there. Where that's it hits. Yeah, that's where it does it. That's hot. You gotta love that. Hmm. It's interesting the double standard. And the more we continue to go down this and we keep researching, we start to notice that there's a double standard, you know? It's bad when God says it, but it's good when we say it. Mm. And the reason I say this is because I hear even uh, people that don't believe in God, like atheists and stuff like that, they get upset. Oh, well, that the Bible's, again, like we spoke about, the Bible's a book of, of myths and legends, right? Uh, it has murder and, and adultery and all this mm. stuff in the Bible, but so do the movies. Mm. You know what I mean? I hate when people say that, that, uh, oh, you know, I don't believe in the Bible because it's written by man. What book has not been written by man? <laughs> I don't like it, man. That argument is really... That's a bad one. Yeah, That's it's not a good, good argument. Yeah, but it, again, it's people not thinking. Mm -hmm. It's just, it sounds like people are just repeating things that have They're been planted. Yeah. Yeah. Things that sound nice, like rebuttals that sound nice. Like, oh yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah, I don't like the Bible. It's written by man. I, you know. But let me show you what my side is. Beyond the Gate will return.